Hello, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lorraine Montgomery, and I will be reading for you today. Uh, today is episode 12.5, and we are reading chapter 16 in Luke. I apologize, I've got a little congestion going on here, a little stuffy nose with a cold. No, it is not COVID, I'm pretty sure, uh, but it is definitely a cold. So I am a little clogged up, so I apologize. So, uh, so uh, thank you for joining me today and for setting aside a little bit of time to uh, dive into God's Word. And uh, we will uh, start out in prayer, just like we always do. Uh, and, uh, and then we'll just dive right into the Word. So I uh, don't have much to say today. Uh, probably really just tired uh, and just not feeling so good. But I did want to get the, to read like we always do. So uh, Jeremiah will be here tomorrow, and uh, hopefully he'll do more talking than I do. Or I'll just be feeling better. That would be really great. So, uh, so let's start with a prayer. Heavenly Father, Holy God, we are so thankful and so grateful for you. And we are so thankful for the gift of your son, Jesus Christ, Lord. We thank you for that tiny little baby coming to this world so humbly uh, and being the light of this world, the savior of this world. Uh, he only came into this world to, to be used as a sacrifice for us. And we are so thankful for the blood that he shed for us on the cross. Lord, we're so thankful for this Christmas season. We're thankful for, uh, for family and friends and uh, just eternally grateful for you providing for us. So Lord, just thank you for loving us so much that you wanted us to have what we have. You know what our needs are. So uh, just bless this time, uh, bless this moment, clear our heads, clear our minds, clear, uh, just get rid of us, get rid of the world and help us to absorb whatever it is that you want us to understand in today's reading. I'm so thankful for anybody out there, everybody out there who is uh, listening to this and committed to listening to uh, five days a week of uh, reading your word and uh, setting aside time to get to know you better. So uh, Lord, thank you for uh, those that are out there who are listening and bless them and take care of them. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so uh, we are, like I said, 12.5, episode 12.5, and we are reading uh, chapter 16 in Luke. So uh, let me get my readers on. And again, I'm so sorry, I'm so clogged up, but <clears throat> we'll push through this. Parable of the Shrewd Manager. Jesus told this story to his disciples there was a certain rich man who had a, man, a manager handling his affairs. One day, a report came that the manager was wasting his employer's money. So the employer called him and said, What's this I hear about you? Get your report in order because you are going to be fired. The manager thought to himself, Now what? My boss has fired me. I don't have the strength to dig ditches and I'm too proud to beg. Ah, I know. I know how to ensure that I'll have plenty of friends 
who will give me a home when I'm fired. So he invited each person who owed money to his employer to come and discuss the situation. He asked the first one, how much do you owe him? And the man replied, I owe him 800 gallons of olive oil. So the manager told him, take the bill and quickly change it to 400. And how much do you owe my employer? He asked the next man. I owe him 1,000 bushels of wheat, was the reply. Here, the manager said, take the bill and change it to 800 bushels. The rich man had to admire the dishonest rascal for being so shrewd. And it is true that the children of this world are more shrewd in dealing with the world around them than are the children of the light. Here's the lesson. Use your worldly resources to benefit others and make friends. Then, when your possessions are gone, they will welcome you to an eternal home. If you are faithful in little things, you will be faithful in large ones. But if you are dishonest in little things, you won't be honest with the greater responsibilities. And if you are untrustworthy about worldly wealth, who will trust you with the true riches of heaven? And if you are not faithful with other people's things, why should you be trusted with the things of your own? No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. The Pharisees, who dearly loved their money, heard all this and scoffed at him. Then he said to them, You like to appear righteous in public, but God knows your hearts. What this world honors is detestable in the sight of God. Until John the Baptist, the law of Moses, and the messages of the prophets were your guides, but now the good news of the kingdom of God is preached, and everyone is eager to get in. But that doesn't mean that the law has lost its force. It is easier for heaven and earth to disappear than the smallest point of God's law to be overturned. For example, a man who divorces his wife and marries someone else commits adultery. And anyone who marries a woman divorced from her husband commits adultery. Parable of the Rich Man and Lazarus Jesus said there was a certain rich man who was splendidly clothed in purple and fine linen and who lived each day in luxury. At his gate lay a poor man named Lazarus, Lazarus who was covered with sores. As Lazarus lay there longing for scraps from the rich man's table, the dogs would come and lick his open sores. Finally, the poor man died and was carried by the angels to sit beside Abraham at the heavenly banquet. The rich man also died and was buried, and he went to the place of the dead. There in torment, he saw Abraham in the far distance with Lazarus at his side. The rich man shouted, Father Abraham, have some pity. Send Lazarus over here to dip the to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. I am in anguish in these flames. But Abraham said to him, Son, remember that during your lifetime you had everything you wanted and Lazarus had nothing. So now he is here being comforted and you are in anguish. And besides, there's a great chasm separating us. No one can cross over to you from here and no one can cross over to us from there. Then the rich man said, Please, Father Abraham, at least send him to my father's home, for I have five brothers and I want him to warn them so they don't end up in this place of torment. 
But Abraham said, Moses and the prophets have warned them. Your brothers can read what they wrote. The rich man replied, No, Father Abraham, but if someone is sent to them from the dead, then they will repent of their sins and turn to God. But Abraham said, If they won't listen to Moses and the prophets, they won't be persuaded even if someone raises, rises from the dead. All right. There was something I wanted to look up in 9. Or you will be welcomed into eternal homes. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm mumbling here. All right, let's go back to the beginning. Um, so talking about the shrewd manager, honestly, I'm not quite sure what this story is about. Um, because at the end, the rich man has to admire the dishonest rascal for being so shrewd. And it is true that the children of this world are more shrewd in dealing with the world around them than are the children of the light. Here's the lesson. Use your worldly resources to benefit others and make friends. Then when your possessions are gone, they will welcome you to an eternal home. I'm thinking that what's in this world is in this world and it's going to be used for whatever's in this world. So that's what I'm getting from this. And that the children of this world are more shrewd in dealing with the world around them than the children of the light. So that's like they know how to, like the ins and outs of, you know, get what they want. And, you know, like he would, like the, the manager said, he's like, I, uh, I know how to ensure that I'll have plenty of friends who will give me a home when I'm fired. So he's making sure he's, you know, giving them a way to have less that they owe to the owner, the, the rich man. So he is being shrewd, but he's going to be in this world. Uh, I don't think he's going to be in the next world. but And then he goes down to say, uh, No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money at the same time. And the Pharisees, of course, love their money. And, you know, God, but God knows your hearts. And what this world honors is detestable in the sight of God. So if you're living in this world, you're going to have a hard time getting into the next world. That's what I'm getting out of this to me. Uh, if somebody hears something other than that from this message, uh, feel free to send an email to the website or uh, post a message underneath the, the, uh, the audio of this. Uh, or if when, when it gets onto YouTube, you can always post a message on YouTube too. Um, and then uh, what I got out of the story of uh, Lazarus and the rich man was um, basically, uh, and besides there is a great cast. Oh, so, you know, the, the rich man obviously treated Lazarus poorly. And uh, after they both died, you know, Abraham went, I mean, Lazarus went to heaven to be with Abraham and the rich man went to hell and so the you know the rich man's you know yelling over to him he's like no let me you know let me in and you know Abraham's saying no you had a chance on earth to you know to come to this side and you didn't you didn't take care of Lazarus and uh, then he's and he's saying but you know send you know send Lazarus back so he can you know warn the others that you know the, not to do this 
And Abraham says, if they're not going to listen to Moses and the prophets, then they're not going to listen to anybody else. Everybody has to make a decision for themselves, I think, is what it comes down to ultimately. You can't convince anybody. You can't force them. And God doesn't force himself on anybody. Uh, you have to come to the, he will open the doors. He will, you know, give you those opportunities, the windows of opportunity. But he's not going to force himself on you. And that's what Abraham's saying. He's like, you have to make a choice for yourself. You know, and you have to do it in this world in order to get to the next world. So that's what I understand from this. All right. Well, that was wonderful. And again, I'm sorry that I was uh, so uh, congested and stuffy sounding, but uh, I'm pushing through it. And, you know, hopefully everybody will be listening to this and hearing how congested I am. Anyway, so we're at the moment of. Uh, 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 say in the prayer, uh, I will always give you this opportunity to uh, accept Jesus into your heart, uh, into your life, and uh, hopefully it's getting out there. I just, um, you know, I just want everybody to be in heaven, just like God does. So so let's say the prayer, and uh, believers, you can also say it with us. You can um, just kind of confirm what you already know. Uh, so let's pray. Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. It's his perfect blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior, and I will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and Welcome to the uh, kingdom of heaven and into the brotherhood and sisterhood of, of Jesus. And uh, this is a celebration. I always say that. And uh, I always suggest marketing in your, marking it in your Bible uh, today, whatever day it is that you happen to be listening to this. And uh, get to a church, uh, get to a pastor, somebody who can help you, maybe another believer that you know who's been praying for you, um, and get involved. You know, start being the hands and feet of Jesus. So, so today was kind of short and sweet, uh, and uh, hopefully uh, it got a message to you and that you got something out of it. Uh, I just, I just enjoy listening to what God has to say and getting to know Him a little bit better and uh, trying to understand exactly what it is that we're supposed to be doing here. So. All right, well, that's it for tonight. Uh, and uh, again, I apologize for A, being late and B, my stuffy head here. So, but uh, hopefully tomorrow I'll feel a little bit better and uh, we'll have a nice conversation with Jeremiah and uh, we'll just, uh, just enjoy tomorrow's reading as well. So, all right, well, have a great night. God bless you and we'll see you tomorrow.